what's up guys it is hot take without the hot take here and we are back again for another week of junior senior two views i'm here with senior say hello hello everybody we're back now we, we, we're coming we back. have a little bit to talk about so let's go first thing jamal murray injury yeah a huge yep huge, massive blow huge huge blow yep. for the denver nuggets he had an acl injury he's out for the rest of the season yep. He's not coming back. Well, that pretty much um, extinguishes any dark horse finals can uh, dark horse finals um, discussion about the Nuggets. That, yeah, that's it. That's they're not going. I, I, they might go to the Western Conference Finals, but there's no way. I don't think gonna, so. I don't think they're gonna get packed the fast first round. You the, need Murray. He the, was. A, yeah. He's your second scorer. You got Joe Jokic. That's it now. There's, you need Murray. Yeah, there's no way. There's no. I, I don't even. This is not even up for debate. I don't. Honestly, I don't. I don't see them going past the first round. I can see them losing the first round because they. That's that's their. That's their engine right there. He was phenomenal last season to get them where they got, and I. You know, it's a huge injury for Den, Denver, and you know who they can't come back from that. That's that's yeah. all there is to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't see Denver really. Being able to make an impact going forward, I would I consider them to be one of the teams that get up to the finals against the Lakers, but I don't see that now. What are your thoughts? Um, I'd I'd agree with you on that front. I think that the Nuggets are a gritty team that need a facilitator and an explosive point guard like Murray is, is their guy. And when you have him out for the rest of the year, you're coming up against teams like Portland. Portland. You need a guard. You need up, a guard. You're coming up against teams like the Jazz, the Suns, yeah. Yeah. Clippers, yeah. Lakers. It's, yeah. it's it's just it's unfortunate. And but really, another unfortunate event we have Lamarcus Aldridge talk about retiring, that later, but, right. but we will talk about that we will later. Talk about that. that just came off the wire. So look, I think that's that's an important thing, but I think that 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 kills Denver's chances. Moving on now, I guess. We, I get the because we're spending a little time today on basketball. The twenty-five un, best players under twenty-five came out. There are different, I think, scales out there. ESPN had theirs. Well, I what I do know about that is somehow Lamelo's on there, which he was considered how? third. I can't see how. How? Yeah. No. How? how? Over what? How? I don't know, but I don't know who. Oh did, my. You know, you wonder who did these these polls, but. The polls keep changing all the time. So, look, I mean, I think if you look at other polls on ESPN, you'll have, you know, Giannis, which I think Giannis, number one, is pretty good. Embiid, Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not sure if he's above Ben Cinnamons. I'm not sure where why Luka Doncic is so low. Look, I think with these polls or scales, it's different to whoever's doing the data. So, I wouldn't put LaMelo anywhere near third. First of all, he's out. Yeah. So he had, he's barely played. And LeBron's yeah. not on there. So if LeBron's no, not on under, there and out, if if LeBron's not on there and he's out for the rest of the year, why is it Lamelo the same? You're getting confused. Twenty five under twenty five. LeBron's oh. nowhere near twenty five years. Under twenty five years old. Oh, under twenty five. Yeah? So under twenty five. So again, the, you uh, you know the scales are all over the place. You know my number. Look, the scales look. There's also been pushback because people have said, well, why Luca over. Zion. So people. Other well, are, Zion you know. and Zion and Luca have two different play styles. Zion Zion is a really all round guy. Luca is a guard. Is a microwave guard. He's gonna. He will. He, he is a an offensive juggernaut. 
Whereas Zion is all round, is an all round beast, beastly player. He's gonna give you defense and defense. Yeah, yeah, and but offense. I, I would put I would put Luke above Zion right now, just because, because it's a because of how the game because of how the basketball world's traveling. It's a very positionless game right now. Well, no, that just that he extends the court because of the fact that he shoots threes and and Zion doesn't. Zion's more of a you know bricks to the basket kind of guy. He's tough to you know tough down the blocks. Luca can extend that three. He can he can get out there and extend the play? Well, we've know, seen so Zion hit threes before. We've seen him hit threes, but you know Luca just does it so much better. Yeah. So it's nothing about who does a better three. I think right now for me the under 25, 20, under uh, twenty five under twenty five, the ones I believe should be at the top are the ones who are getting their teams where they need to go. So someone like Luca is getting Dallas right now where they need to go. Um, you know, someone like, you know, Zion's on a bad team right now. So New Orleans is not even nothing to talk about. So I don't, you know, right now he doesn't have good parts around him to get to that point. Someone like Luca, like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, you know, those are guys who gotten their teams or pushed their teams to a better level. So I would say that in that instance, the, the, the numbers. Cause without, without Luca right now, the maps would be pretty terrible. Of course. But whoever's in your top 25 or top 10. Um, there's on, there's honorable mentions like Devin Booker right now. His game, he you know, we be talked there. about him already. Yeah. His games enhanced because Chris Paul's there now. Yeah. So I think you know he definitely has to be in the the conversation for sure. He's already been doing amazing stuff for the Suns, mm. but they just haven't been talked about because they have they've been living in basketball purgatory. Yeah, for all those years. All right, moving on. Steph passes Will all time Warriors score. That is massive. Um, I mean. Passing a guy like Wiltz as a guard, because Wilt, Wiltz is a center and at the time was the most dominant force in the league. He was the Shaq of his era. Mm-hmm. So do, for Steph to do that is pretty special, mm-hmm. I'd say. Well, I think it is special. I think it's a testament to the fact that people wrote Steph Curry off many, yeah. very early in his career. Well, well, he was written off. Well, at the not t- being healthy, not well, being again, strong enough. Again, hi- hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, about when he was drafted, I of mean, of course. At the time, he was seen as a very boomer bust prospect coming out of Davidson. Um, he was he was undersized. Mm-hmm. He was he was a pure skinny. Sh- he was a sk- he was skinny. skinny, undersized. He was a pure shooter. Yeah, and he got taken. Eh, and a lot of teams passed. Ta- a lot of teams passed on of him. I mean, Johnny Flynn was seen as a better prospect than him at the Whoa, time. What's Johnny Flynn doing right now? Nothing. Not playing. Not playing in the professional basketball like, league. Somehow, but he was seen as the better prospect well, at the that's, time. That's that's just a cautionary tale. The it's not really. Beware. I wouldn't say it's a cautionary tale. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's. But it's good. I think. Look, I think it's uh, it's definitely worth mentioning that. I suppose if Wolf had stayed around longer, that Wolf bounced from Golden State. Philly, Gold State, went to L.A. So who knows how many more points he would have been able to score had he stayed in Golden State. You know, it would have been maybe more time for Whoa. Steph Curry to get to that to that point to reach him if he'd stayed longer. But who knows? Possibly. All right, moving on. Miles Bridges, the dunk. Oh, the new dunk. Geez. Now, for anybody who didn't see it, we don't have any video for you, but please take yourself to YouTube and just type in Miles Bridges dunk. Gee, and you'll see like, the dunk. 
the dunk far better than your boy. Yeah. Your this, boy. Who's your yeah. boy in Minnesota? Edwards. Edwards. Uh, Edwards' dunk was all right. This one was... Edwards' dunk was off to the side. This one was right headed towards Clint Capella. One of that the leaders was, in blocks. That, and he put a dunk on him. That was just... that. I saw that dunk and that was just... That is ridiculous. It that is. Was, it was probably one like, of the that that definitely surpasses Anthony Edwards as the best dunk of the year. Are you sure? I think so. I absolutely believe it. I feel like Anthony Edwards' dunk was was a so. bit more dramatic. I I looking at Anthony Edwards' dunk. This one's head on. This one's this one's not to the side. This one's head on. But the, facing the guy. But the amount of boom. the amount of elevation Edwards got though was was yeah, look for a guard that come on. For a guard, the amount of elevation that Edwards got on Watambe was ridiculous. I just think the dunk on Capella was better because it was facing up. It was right there. It was thunderous. I Look, I think it's one of those things that you go, the dunk, you start looking for the dunks because everyone's shooting from threes now. You want It's nice to see you know, a guy go in for a dunk. For two points, as opposed to standing outside and just shooting it from wherever he shoots it from. So, I would say that's the dunk of the year. There's still time, though. Someone else might surprise us and dunk dunk better than that. Moving on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers recently was changing gears. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Jeopardy I'm, host. No one's going to hold a candle. Ah, ah. No one. I'm sorry. but yeah, I just not trying he, to be Trebek. He, he, no one's going to hold a candle to Trebek, ever. No one will ever hold a can- candle to the late Trebek. Nobody. But he did a pretty good job considering. Well, but I think it was. But the, uh, he's kind of monotone. He was. He's, he he he's wasn't. Not really, he's not an actor. He's not he's a good show. He's not. He's not like. I mean, he's he recites well, but it like he's not like he's not charismatic enough. I don't think so. He looked really. Uh, uh, he looked wooden. Like you don't. He looked very wooden. As he a, looked like he shouldn't be as there. As like as someone. As like a game show host, you need to connect with your audience. Yeah, you're you're supposed to be a character. Right. Trebek was a character. What Tre- is a character? Well, he wasn't a, a character, but he connected with his audience. Right. But he's doing it for like thirty odd years. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers just did it, you know, to that show. So there's rumors saying that you know it's something he could consider himself no, doing. No. If if he does that, Jeopardy's <laughs> audience will completely disappear. Uh, look, I think it was just interesting to see it happen, but I don't think... Well, it won't be... A, it will will probably be the first and the last time All right. that'll happen. Moving on. All right, so what's gonna, what, the, what are the Falcons going to do, being on the clock? Um, I've heard whispers about them trading Matt Ryan, which it makes sense, but like that, that dead cap hit... Not going to happen. That dead cap hit... Nobody, they're not taking that dead cap hit on. Like that, it's about. I think if I'm not mistaken, it's around seventy nine million in dead cap. If if they traded him this year, it was seventy nine million in dead cap. Uh. And if they traded, if they trade him, um, to in the coming season, will probably be fifty five million in dead cap. Okay. Which that is ridiculous. I don't think so. They're uh, not. No, they're look, probably I, not. I honestly will say this. They need to blow it up, but they can't. Well, look, what are you gonna do? But, but not really. Look, they I, do need to blow it up. This is the thing. They've had, Hang th- on. they've had ample opportunity. No, I will, I will disagree here. Let me tell you something. And NFC South, let's remove. Oh, my hang goodness. on. Let me th- just hear me out. 
Remove Tampa Bay from the equation for a second, right? You have opportunity if you're the Falcons. You have a very uncertain New Orleans team because you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I still say it's going to be Jameis. You have uncertain Carolina team that is going to have Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Darnold going at each other for competition for who's going to be a starter unless you trade Bridgewater. Matt Ryan wasn't the issue with the Falcons last season. He's not. He's he's not. Let me just say, Matt Ryan was not the issue. It was their defense was horrible. And you had, you know, Dan Quinn, who was supposed to be that guy. And clearly, he lost connection with the the players in the locker room. And that's why he was ceremoniously fired. Well, he was fired fired because he was a choker. Like, the dude was a choker. I just don't see... Matt Ryan being traded to where? At this point, I'd say they may, they probably will draft a quarterback for the future. But right I, now, no team's going to take on Matt Ryan's contract. Yeah, nobody, especially not in a flat cap year. But I just think that I think they, they're. It's probably going to happen sooner or later, and it's probably going to be sooner because Matt Ryan, he's what thirty six, thirty seven. Oh well, he's getting long in the tooth. Hmm. Isn't that much years left? Oh well, what? And, well, look who's look who's playing down the look who's playing down the road in the panhandle. Yeah, but he hasn't looked at forty. Yeah, but Matt Ryan. Old, Matt Ryan has old. not looked good though. Okay, Even behind well, a decent offensive line, he hasn't looked amazing. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I say the Falcons will draft, but we're gonna just wait off the. They draft. shouldn't even be competing. We'll they wait. Competing. We'll wait on the draft right now. Yeah, we'll do a full episode on the draft. Because right now, at this point, we want to see how that all. I do want to touch on um, the NHL trade deadline for a little bit. Yep. Nothing really happened. Nothing really interesting happened. Crickets. The only the only big move that I could say happened was. Obviously, we all saw. I, if you listened to the last episode, I went on my rant about Buffalo and how they were going to be um pretty much selling assets at the deadline, and uh-huh. they got rid of Taylor Hall for the same ba- guy you mentioned Taylor for Hall. Taylor Hall, um, one of the better power forwards in the league for basically nothing. They okay. got what a second rounder, maybe like a third, and um, like a one or two long shot prospects back mm-hmm. like for for eight million dollars i'm waiting for the kraken it's oh God. i'm waiting for a seattle kraken i'm i'm waiting uh, that'll be good because um i i am intrigued to see see the um expansion draft because the the vegas expansion well, draft. look how they the, did the vegas yeah. the vegas yeah. the vegas expansion expansion draft uh-huh. was was really good for them because in that expansion draft they capitalized a lot of Desperate GMs looking yep. to get rid of terrible contracts. That's right. Uh, looking to get rid of terrible contracts. Mm. They had to. They swallowed guys like David Clarkson, yep. Flurry, um, Jonathan Marcheseau, James Neal, and they went to the Cup Finals well, in go. their first year. Of course, so, you get the right guys. So, but I have a feeling that's li- that was lightning in a bottle. Okay. That probably won't happen with. The Kraken that will probably never happen again, right? Um, because um, GMs are a lot smarter now, especially with the pandemic and how the cap is staying flat yeah. this year. There, there isn't much terrible contracts in the league right now that teams will be desperately trying to get rid of. Um, one that m- will probably be going in the expansion draft will will maybe be Skinner from from Buffalo, yep. but they'll probably have to give up a lot of assets for them to take it. 
Yes. Which I think they would, which I think they'll do because that contract's terrible. Anyway, mo- moving on. There was nothing with the NHL trade deadline. If you want to do your own research, you can do that. Well, let's uh, just shoot back to a little baseball. Uh, we're in sort of the second full week. Most teams have played 13 games. So looking at the standings right now, the Red Sox are in first place in the American League East as we speak at 9-4. and four. I mean, even with that pitching staff, uh, is Eduardo Rodriguez back healthy? I think so. From uh, even with his heart concerns okay. with COVID, yep. he's back healthy, so that gives their their pitching staff a boost. Um, yep. I mean, it's something there. Yeah. For and, them, and, and their hitting core needs no explanation. Oh, we know that. And so far, what we have in the AL Central is the Royals in first place, and Tigers in last place. But it's only by well, we game. knew we knew the Tigers. Are but gonna, they're only six and seven. They're so. gonna stay there, the, and that's where the Tigers will stay for the rest of the year. Well, they're only six the, and seven. The Tigers are not moving from that last spot in right. the AL Central. And moving on to the NL East. It appears that the Mets are currently in first place, but they've only played eight games. Because so I'm not holding my bre- I'm not holding my breath, but it's looked really good right now for the Mets. I mean, they're not scoring runs. They're, they're not scoring runs. They're not scoring a but single it, run from anybody. But uh, you got to remember that this uh, that this this team is still new. They're yeah. still getting used to each other. They're still, yeah. they're still trying to. In baseball, you need to develop chemistry. Like if a team a team needs to have chemistry, because okay. it's a lot of communication that needs to happen on on the diamond. So I think once we get into this, might not be the year for them, but maybe next year, once they have a full season together, they could do something. Brewers in first place in the central, but that's a bit of a is Yelich back? Yelich is well, back healthy. If I'm if right, he's there. But look, he's there. It's early days, but of yeah. course. Eleven and two Dodgers have the best record in the NL West. Well, we, no surprise. Well, there. no surprise. Their their team is stacked. Yeah, it, they're playing ult, they're, they're playing ultimate team. Yeah, exactly. Like that rotation, that hitting core, and the amount of pro, that bullpen that is bringing out Willie Reyes as a long reliever when he could be an e- easily number three or four. In that, in a starting rotation on any other team in the league, yeah, is just ridiculous. They've, they've. That's an ultimate team, right there. That's ultimate team. All right, changing gears. We did mention it earlier in this show. Uh, Lamarcus, Lamarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge, Aldridge pulled the plug. He he has pulled the plug. Just announced today, Lamarcus that's Aldridge it. has retired after 15 seasons in the NBA, um, citing health problems with his heart. Yep. Um, I think it was the right decision for him to do. I mean, especially with concerns of COVID. Yep. Even though the NBA has been pretty good with handling COVID, um, I think it was the right move for him to take. Okay. He was playing decent basketball, but, like, is it really worth it? And can't, when he thought about it, he thought about it in his own head, he's come to the conclusion saying, no, it isn't. Well, how would you, what, how would, how would people remember him? Because I think his well, most productive years were in Portland. Four-time all, four, four time All Star, uh, six-time All Star, yep. four-time All NBA. He's yeah. going to be a Hall. Of, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You think first yes, ballot? He's okay. going to be a first ballot oh, Hall of Famer. Okay. He was a fantastic. He was a probably one of the best players in the league in his prime. Yeah, particularly in Portland. He was incredible. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm I'm still salty 
that the Bulls traded him on draft day 06 for a bust. Who they so, trade him for? Nobody. Just oh, no, nobody. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. Nobody. Oh, well. Put it that way. So, I, I look, I taking from it, if you're the Nets, you're like, kind of shrug his shoulders. It wasn't like... I mean, it's not... It wasn't not, like James Harden was the one who retired. I'm, it's so, not a ridiculous loss. No. I think for the Nets, I think maybe Steve, Steve Nash is probably having a collective... Sigh. Sigh in the background thinking one less person have to figure out who to who to plug in. Well Steve Nash is is it's just there. Right. Like well, for me, Steve Nash is just there as a coach. He's like he's not the main attraction in Portland. No, 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 he's, right he's, he's, he's not about that. He's it's, there. Then it's not him being the attraction. I'm just saying you have all this talent. You have to figure out how you're gonna get minutes from here and here and yeah. here. When guys like Harden and KD are been a spotty with their playing because of their health. So I think for Aldridge to do what he did, it you know, makes sense. It's time to pack it up. We'll see what that, that means moving forward. I don't think it means anything for the Nets because, by all accounts... Aldridge was a luxury good. Let's put it yeah, that look, way. I mean, he was, he was, but he was available. The, the San Antonio waved him, and, and that was that. So, moving on to that. Look, I think we've reached this time where we sort of have reached the end of our show. Uh, I'd say so. I think so. There isn't you look a little bleary-eyed. Yeah. You're a little tired. There isn't too much to really mention. Um, so, yeah, there isn't really too no, much to isn't. mention. But draft is upcoming. But I do want to place a little question to you. There has been a lot, a lot, a lot of talk about um, San Francisco taking Mac Jones at number three overall. Well, there's some there's some concerns there from the uh, pundits. Like, what? Well, there's, look, I think that's, that happens all the time. There's concerns about pundits that say, you know, he's a, he's a pocket passer. It's not what my, uh, Kyle Shanahan wants. I don't think we can do anything about the draft except wait. I think the best thing we can do is wait for the day and come back here and break it down because ultimately and we'll nobody do a, knows we what's We will do be. a full episode on the draft. Full, Full episode, episode of the draft. Nothing else. Nothing else. We'll do it pretty much after it happens so we can just break it down. But it makes sense because all we're going to do now is, you know, prognosticate and assume we know what we don't. But we're going to stop right here. <laughs> and okay? that's why it's called hot take without the hot, hot take. Because right. we pret- because I we I and we pretend to have hot takes, but we're just agreeing with each other most of the time. Eh, well, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that's our show for this week. Be sure to keep keep following the podcast. And for my Australian listeners, I've got NRL content coming soon. Keep, keep up to date with that. And we'll see you guys next week. Take it easy.